Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And so the club season comes to an end. It's been a long, interesting 21-20, as far as I'm concerned, and I hope that you can say the same. This is another of the ESPN FC columns that I read for you with their permission. Do dip into the ESPN FC site. It's, it's very good with lots of different, well, writers with different voices and a wide range of coverage. I think you'll enjoy it. I'm appreciative to them for their interest in, in my views and the fact that they keep publishing me. That's fine. I'm grateful too that they allow me to read this for you. Many of you seem to enjoy the, the format. Um, I suppose it's like books versus audiobooks. Maybe with different writers reading their work, you get nuances that are meant that sometimes the, the printed word can't convey at any rate each club season um, tends to draw to a close with the European club finals I know that right about now we've got World Cup qualification um, internationally and the Nations League going on but for my taste it, it feels like a punctuation point when the Champions League final is, is played There'll be a lot to unfold, but I can't read this column without commenting that the way in which, in general, the security personnel around the Stade de France planned and executed their version of treating the paying customer respectfully, honestly and carefully was appalling, shambolic that people should go there, men, women, old and young, and kids, and turn up with legitimate tickets, turn up early, and be treated like that, feel threatened like that, to eventually, after the game, many of them be mugged, robbed. And for a city like Paris, a country like France, and a stadium like that in Saint-Denis, to be so hopelessly out of touch with what is acceptable is an outright disgrace. Thank the Lord that although there are people who are traumatised and injured, people who have been robbed, to my knowledge, everybody at least came home we all need to be careful about how we brand football fans because most of us go to games and most of us know that 
football fans are an essential part of this sport that we adore so much and that increasingly they are overcharged, underappreciated and frankly not properly represented. I couldn't read this column about Thibaut Courtois without making those points. Nevertheless, I'm glad to be writing about Courtois. It feels like all season, and indeed for a handful of seasons, I've been writing gleefully about Karim Benzema, Vinicius Jr. and Courtois. One of the things that has fueled me writing so often about them is is pure joy. Absolute, transfixed, thrilling joy at watching them be so good at their profession. Uplifting, interesting, sometimes disbelief-inspiring. Um, Benzema, for my taste, is without question the Ballon d'Or winner this year. I very, very much hope that he does win this award. And yes, I mean, notwithstanding some of the very many bad life choices he's made outside his sport. We're all fallible. I'm willing to take on trust that he's learned from some of his errors. But in terms of what he does, in the area that we comment on, that thrills us, that, let's face it, that gives me employment. Benzema right now, and I include Mbappe and, and De Bruyne in this, and I certainly include Mo Salah in this. De Bruyne is, is, is a magical footballer. And I think probably outside Manchester City, still a little bit underappreciated. But Benzema is peerless, literally, in my opinion, peerless. And this has been his piece de resistance season. As for Courtois, he first of all locked horns with Sergio Ramos when he came to the club. Ramos saw himself as an unchallenged leader around the dressing room, around the training ground. He saw Keylor Navas as essential to his own personal Ramos playing style and didn't believe that he had an ally or somebody who would be as agile, as, as patient in one-on-one -on -one saves when Ramos was up the pitch. And for that reason, Courtois and Ramos had a, let's call it a cold relationship to begin with. That changed as Ramos appreciated Courtois' value. And things for Courtois changed still further when Ramos left. And Courtois, without a power grab, unquestionably became one of, if not the leading voice day to day about standards, about the need to win, about driving individuals and driving the squad onwards and a leader in setting personal standards, demonstrating what it took to haul Real Madrid back from a trophyless season to an historic one. And therefore, I wasn't surprised about what he did in Saint-Denis on Saturday night. I, I believe that if you're a, a listener to the big interview, you cannot have been surprised either. I disliked 
how widely people were taken aback or shocked, particularly those who don't watch Spanish football regularly but still feel able to judge or comment or opine. Often they speak pish. I wasn't allowed to repeat over a thousand words people have been speaking pish about Thibaut Courtois and therefore I wrote this. In the end, the Champions League final between Liverpool and Real Madrid was all about Sergio Ramos again and he'll love that. Liverpool's second shot at Los Blancos in the ultimate club final across the space of four years, was supposed to be about what Mohamed Salah craved, revenge. It would be payback for the moment in Kiev when Ramos hauled him down to prevent a breakaway that threatened to give Jurgen Klopp's team the lead, a decision that ended in the Egypt striker dislocating his shoulder and being led tearfully from the pitch in the midst of what became a 3-1 defeat. In the end, this final in Paris was actually all about what Thibaut Courtois wanted. Not simply victory and a trophy lift, but for his iconic moment in the Champions League final, not to be his full-length left-to-right dive, with all two metres of him at full extension, but Sergio Ramos's brilliant added time header somehow sneaking into the postage stamp space between Courtois' fingertips and the right-hand post of Atletico Madrid's goalmouth in the 2014 Lisbon final. Los Rojiblancos went from 1-0 up with seconds remaining to a 4-1 thrashing in extra time. Courtois simply couldn't live with that image defining him. Both these men wanted to shake Ramos from their Champions League final pain. Salah couldn't, Courtois could, and did. The Belgian produced a majestic evening in the umpteenth match this season across all competitions in which Madrid competed when a rival leaves the pitch thinking, why didn't we win that? How does Courtois do those things. After the match on Saturday night, Courtois told media in the mixed zone, desire is what really makes the difference in big finals like this. The key is having repeated to myself, today is my day. This is what I've worked for. Today I'm going to win this trophy. I will not lose another final. Then he said, to make that happen is a fantastic feeling. The strange thing, listeners, is that if you asked dedicated Real Madrid fans whether this was Courtois' best game, either since joining from Chelsea in 2018 or even just these last two seasons, many would stop, ponder and name days when he's been still more crucial to Los Blancos, winning all over Spain and Europe. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder and therefore many will claim quite acceptably on the pound-for-pound boxing scale that the occasion in Paris, the pressure, the rival and the trophy at the end of the Champions League final 
raises this level of excellence to best from the Belgian. However, Courtois thinks he's been at best ever level for the last two seasons. Earlier this term, he admitted, ruefully, that it seemed that his own evaluation didn't count for much, that Madrid, having finished trophyless in 2020-2021, had actually obscured how superbly he'd played week in, week out. Rufel then, angry later, when the UK football magazine 442, usually considered intelligent and reliable, published their ranking of goalkeepers around the world and, ludicrously, didn't place Courtois in the top 10. For anyone who knows anything about football, it was a complete aberration from the word go. Nevertheless, a small seed for the magic which Courtois produced to deny Liverpool in Paris on Saturday was planted there and then. Not long after the magazine published in March, Madrid's keeper gave an interview to Miguel Serrano Television and when asked about it said, These people only show themselves up. Everyone's entitled to their opinion and I'm not claiming that I'm first or second or third. But if neither I nor Gigi Donnarumma are in the top ten, then something's gone wrong. What happens is that later you find that it's people like this who often get a vote in football's individual prizes and it's then they confirm that they've really got no idea at all. Good point, Thibault. Now, Tom Brady, maybe you've heard of him, held a totally different view of Madrid's netminder and launched a cross-Atlantic bomb of his own. The then New England Patriots quarterback, inarguably one of the great sportsmen of all time in any sport, sent Courtois a signed shirt with the inscription, Thibault, the best goalkeeper in the world. All of this is the context required to understand why Madrid's man of the match in his first on-pitch interview after beating Liverpool 1-0 said, Today I needed to win a final. For my career? For all the hard work? To put respect on my name? Because I don't think I've had enough respect, especially in England. I saw a lot of criticism that I was not good enough or whatever. Later on, he added... I said at the press conference on Friday that when Madrid play in finals, they win. I then saw a lot of tweets arguing that I would get humbled. It was the other way around. Liverpool were very strong, but I think I played a great game and that was the difference. Aaron Ramsdale of Arsenal, Jose Sa from Wolverhampton Wanderers, Unai Simon from Athletic, Yassine Bono, Jan Oblak, they were all named ahead of the man who's won 15 major trophies, played for Atletico, Chelsea and Madrid and finished third in the World Cup. Are you surprised it stung him? That he stored it and used it as motivation? And then those who curate the list of candidates for the Lev Yashin trophy, the Ballon d'Or for keepers effectively, didn't include Courtois in the voting for the 2021 award any higher than eighth. Unbelievably enough, behind such luminaries as Kasper Schmeichel and Jan Oblak, the Atleti keeper notoriously going through the worst form he's shown 
since moving to Spain eight years ago. Where was the sense? If you haven't been watching Madrid this term, then let the statistics back up what you witnessed on Saturday. Courtois needed to make 59 saves, more than anybody else, to win the Champions League and pulled off about 100 more than that in order to make Madrid Spanish champions. Remember, this is only the second time Los Blancos have managed to be champions of Spain and Europe at the same time since 1958. And Courtois was the bedrock. Karim Benzema and Vinicius Jr., with more than 100 goals and assists between them this season, might have caught the eye more. Luka Modric has a tendency to do very special things on big occasions too. But Courtois has been Madrid's close combat bodyguard across the past two seasons. His middle names are Nicolas Marc. But if there were any justice in the world, they should be notoriously magnificent. When eventually he looks back to analyse his exploits at the Stade de France... I'll wager you that Courtois rates the first half save from Sadio Mane, with the scores level at 0-0, as his best of the night, technically. Against a raging drive, Courtois' fingertips did what they couldn't quite do in Lisbon eight years ago and tipped the ball onto the post. He quickly followed that up with a big cat leap onto prone prey, when he sprang to his feet and pounced on the loose ball in the six-yard box before Salah could touch it into the gaping net. Then, I'd guess, analytically, Courtois would say that the second half save from Salah was the most vital. There were nine minutes of normal time remaining. He'd already twice thwarted the Egyptian and Diogo Jota, But a goal at this stage and Klopp's mentality monsters would not simply gain scoreboard parity. They'd have crucial momentum to go with their relentless attacking. Salah tried to make good on his threat with a cannon of a shot that erupted off his right boot. How Courtois deflected it wide when the ball hit the top edge of his right arm rather than the Belgian getting a solid hand on it, we can only marvel at. Not only did his effort keep Madrid ahead, and effectively sealed their 14th Champions League win, it caused two iconic images that now can erase the one of Courtois despairing and futile full length as Ramos scored past him in Lisbon with Atleti literally smelling the trophy that day. The images? Well, Salah, on seeing the ball ricochet violently off to the right and out for a corner kick, sank to his knees in disbelief and despair. David Alaba, already a double Champions League winner with Bayern Munich, showed precisely what the split-second brilliance meant to him by carrying on his backtracking run towards Madrid's goal and leaping like a child with his dad fully into Courtois' arms and wrapping his leg around the Belgian's big torso. Disbelief from Salah, utter, rampant relief from Alaba. Magic. What competed with Courtois' nerve, physical size, mentality, decision-making and will to win in Paris on Saturday was his agility. For most of his key saves, he was throwing himself left or right to defend efforts destined for the lower corners, a feat 
that's vastly difficult for a six foot seven, 30 year old, or at least it should be difficult. Earlier this season, this phenomenal competitor whose parents were both top level volleyball players and who was himself tempted to dump football for the sport of his mum and dad explained, I played volleyball every summer, beach volleyball with my parents. In terms of reflexes, even at a young age, I love to jump and dive on the floor. I think that a volleyball player who's two metres tall has to drop to the ground very quickly. He has to have a great spring. He has to follow the trajectory of the ball well when the setter passes to him. So I'm fast for somebody who's two metres tall. Maybe it's my parents' genes, but it all might also come from volleyball. And so Real Madrid fans can be grateful for those formative years. Grateful, too, for the patient that his mum happened to be treating when Courtois was an impressionable kid. Madrid's keeper told UEFA earlier this season, My mum is a physio, and she was treating someone who would travel to watch Madrid play two or three times every season. He was a massive fan. I already admired and followed Iker Casillas at that time, But this guy brought me back a Real Madrid flag and one of Casillas' shirts too. Stuff like that. My mum wasn't really a football fan, but since I was with her at work quite a lot, I heard lots of stories about Real Madrid, and so I liked Los Blancos more and more thanks to that coincidence. That's how it started way back. But this is how it started at the beginning of the Champions League season. Madrid went to the San Siro on match day one. Simone Inzaghi's Inter Milan, reigning Italian champions, were then fitter, faster, and feeding off the home crowd's rabid desire to teach Carlo Ancelotti's team, remember he's an AC Milan legend, a lesson. Madrid were under pressure. Ed and Dzeko threatened to score time and time again, but Courtois masterfully denied all the Nerazzurri players, before Rodrigo popped up with the 1-0 winning goal. Back then, Inzaghi said, we came up against the keeper, against whom it's very difficult to score. On Saturday night, Jurgen Klopp justifiably said, Courtois made three world-class saves. Praise, appreciation and a Champions League trophy lift. At last, For a keeper who isn't simply the best at his job anywhere in the world right now and has been that off and on throughout his entire career, but who is arguably amongst the best three or four footballers in any position anywhere in the world. Let the Ballon d'Or awards this year match the reality of the situation for Belgium's big, bold, brash and utterly brilliant Spanish and European champion. Benzema first. Courtois second. And what do you say? Vinicius third? Look, as the summer goes on, I will add some columns, some news, maybe some videos, just to stay in touch. We have recorded many hugely enjoyable interviews this season. But I want to say to all of you very firmly, very strongly, We all hugely appreciate that you're there. That's Martin Gregg, Neil White, myself and Pete Jensen who joins us 
and lights up the Q&As. Without you, we'd be whistling in the dark. It's a brilliant way to pass the months, to spend your life, to earn a living, speaking to people you respect in football. But without your enthusiasm, without your knowledge, without your participation, and without you supporting us, why would we do this? Pure joy in a commercial world is not enough. But to be able to earn a living talking to you, talking to coaches, talking to players, and trying to elevate the beauty of football to where we all know it should be, well, all I can say is thank you. See you soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.